What's up, bad bitches of the world? It is Ellis Mate, and we are back with yet again another episode of Confessions of a Cool Black Boy. I think I, I kind of forgot the name of the podcast. How are you? How, how are you doing? How's your October going? Can you believe that it's October? Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, this year just, like, seems to go by just, like, quickly. Like, I remember as a kid, like, it seemed like the months and the days couldn't go by any quick like any quicker but like now everything just like zooms by like it's 8 a.m next thing i know right now i'm filming and it's like four in the afternoon like i don't know it's it's crazy and then in, in the midst of all that shit i have to fucking feed myself i have to fucking do all the do all the things it is it is crazy but i'm realizing that that is life so how are you doing? I feel like a thing I used to do in the past is like have you pause a podcast and like answer. So I really want to bring that back. Please pause this podcast and answer the question. I'll wait. I'll fucking wait. I'm, I have nowhere else to be. Honestly, I, I, if y'all are in New York, can y'all tell me like what the fuck is up? Like I promise you last year around this time, it was not given what it's given. Like luckily I have a ring light that's giving me like the warmth, but it is dead ass like cold and rainy outside and i know that that is like a side effect of living in this world in like the new york area but i just i'm not ready and i'm like i'm so happy that i'm not one of those people that are like oh my god new york is like where i want to be forever because like no like i right now back at home in georgia like when i tell y'all like it's sunny you know maybe not in atlanta because atlanta is always weird but like in a my parents are <laughs> like giving so much information um it's like warm i'm like what the fuck so i i really need um i need some warmth in my life so very not happy about that but happy to be alive you know i'm realizing everything has a silver lining and the main silver lining is that i'm alive and i used to be like that's so like cheesy but like it's really fucking not life can be something so I'm very grateful that even though it is fucking cold and rainy, that I have nowhere really to be. And I could just sit in my warm ass house. And you know, you already know, like me, the fucking heat is on. Like, don't play with it. So anywho, that's how I've been basically a little cold and gloomy. But other than that, I think what's been going on in my life more so has just been like learning to deal with the cold and gloominess, like learning to be more so in the now. The thing that used to really affect me a lot of my life was like in the past, you know, worrying about the past, but then also anticipating the future. And it is just time to accept the now. It is time to accept that it is cold and rainy outside. It's October, you know, it'd be different if it was like June. I'm like, what the fuck? But it's October. Like this is just a part of life. It's a part of the season. It makes me like cherish more of like when the, you know the sun is out, when it is warm, or even just going outside. Like still remembering that like I need to go outside, and just because it's cold and rainy, like learn to accept the cold and rain. I definitely want to send that energy out to you to be like, okay, bitch, there may be something in your life that you're like, bitch, I just am over this. I'm ready for it to be different. You know, I could sit here and be like, I'm ready for it to be summer again. That's that's I'll be waiting a very fucking long time, and we you know like it, I really would. <laughs> I really would. So I just need to learn to accept 
this um get me a big ass umbrella that is like literally on my list like i have this little lame ass umbrella that like <laughs> and when i'm in the wind the bitch is like going up i'm like this is this is ghetto but you know i'm gonna get me a big umbrella so purr. that's exactly what we're gonna do we're gonna prepare prepare for the season of your life girl you know stop complaining that shit ain't going right just prepare get your shit together but I feel like the first thing, and I don't know if I said it, it's just accept it. Like, accept that it is cold rainy. Time is moving. Okay, I'm going on a rant, but Lord Jesus. The thing about, like, recording on my phone, <laughs> again, I said it in there, is that, like, I'd never know if, like, it's, like, recording. Like, my biggest fear with recording on my phone is that, like, my phone will be like, bitch, you have no storage. Because you already know, like, the iPhone really be fucking up. Sorry, I hope she doesn't hear me. But my iPhone in the past has always been like in the moments where I need her the most. She's like, bitch, delete some shit. And I'm like, girl, like, relax. Like, let me get through the moment. So, but yeah, it's been like, today has been like one of those really like, it's like a little odd, but like odd in an okay way. Like odd where like I wake up and lately I've been like really trying to put myself on a schedule. I, this past time I read the 5 a.m. club and although I have not made it to the 5 a.m. club yet I've tried to make it to like the 6 30 club and I'm still struggling a word of caution if you are a caffeine freak like me I don't know what's been going on but like as of lately like definitely start like and if you have trouble sleeping sometimes like getting to sleep like definitely start monitoring your your caffeine intake level like I've been drinking like at least two cups of coffee on average a day but then also I've been like drinking more tea and realizing fuck like oh tea has caffeine in it um, and I'm like adding like two bags per cup so I've just been realizing that I'm like intaking a lot of caffeine so like lately that's been fucking up my sleep so I'm trying to take that in better but anyway that has nothing to do with it but today well, that has actually a lot to do with it on why I'm having trouble going to sleep and also waking up early they're connected for sure so definitely monitor your motherfucking intake of caffeine but yeah anywho so i woke up a little bit later today and like definitely one of those people that i need to align myself in the morning i am a morning person but like in order for me to be okay in the morning like i need to like be with myself i need to pray i need to read my books i, I need to you know get my gist together get a part of me was like oh my god like you need to like hustle like get out the bed like you woke up late like all these tasks started flooding my mind, but then something was like, no, just be peaceful, like relax. Life be life in. It is October. It is cold. It is rainy and gloomy. There's no reason to really like sit here and stress yourself about, you know, shit that's gonna get done. Like I'm a firm believer that things in my life are gonna work out the way that they need to be worked out. So, you know, sitting here and stressing about like running out the bed and hustling and getting on emails and all these things is just like it's a little pointless. So I am realizing that, but that's just a little caveat today. Okay, hold on. Let me refill some water. Stay hydrated, people. Okay. Where was I? I think I was pretty much done with that point. Uh, like learning to just like allow yourself to just be, which kind of really caveats. I don't really know how much of caveats into like what I really wanted to sit in here and talk about today. Um, which was like a reminder to stop being fucking nice. <laughs> I know people are like, what? Stop being nice. Yes, stop being fucking nice. 
Anywho, before I get into that, I want to remind you to go ahead and follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Queer BLK Boy. Black is, you know, a little shortened BLK, so at Confessions of a Queer BLK Boy. And follow us, period. But, you know, I'm a writer, and, like, one thing that I, a blog post that I'm working on is, like, stop being nice, like... And I felt like, why not just do a whole podcast about it? Like, why not talk about it? But, like, how I started that out more so was, one, a quote by Audre Lorde, which says, um, your silence will not protect you. And I think that that is one of the things I'm realizing about my life or um, about myself is that, like, I often have, like, resorted to just being silent and, like, nice and amicable and very palatable in order to protect myself from, like, the judgments and, like, the the comments and the actions of others, you know, like, I've, you know, just been accustomed to thinking that, like, nice people get, get places, and it's like, no, nice people do not get anywhere in this motherfucking life, but I guess, like, more niceness, but, like, do they really get the things that they want? I don't really know, but, like, I've realized that for me in my life, no, it gets me nowhere. Being nice reminds me takes me back to like my corporate days like when I was in the office with all those like white people and a lot of the conversations that we had were just so fucking like placid like flat like dumb like you know they really meant nothing to me or my life um they didn't know me you know and I can think of particularly like my manager how like a lot of the things that like would be said to me um, not only just by her but like by other people any type of concern that I'd have was always met with niceness oh like you know like kind of like seeking the best in people which I think is not a bad quality to like want the best or like you know just assume the best but like I feel like I'm realizing that life is about assuming what's fucking right there in your fucking face like if someone's fucking rude to you we're not, you know, it's not time to just assume that, like, they didn't mean it that way. Like, no, like, acknowledge what the fuck they meant and how the fuck they meant it and what the fuck they said and move accordingly, you know? I'm not saying cuss people out all the fucking time, but I'm realizing that it's really about setting boundaries about where you will and will not go. And I realized that a lot of my life, I did not have boundaries, you know? Taking it back to childhood, I was definitely, you know, <laughs> my parents, I wonder if they watch this. I don't think they watch this, so... But this is not a bashing of parents because one thing, another thing that I'm realizing that we're all victims of victims. Like my parents couldn't have taught me anything that they did not know. So, you know, giving them grace. But I think realizing that like for a person like me who was like, you know, also a product of divorce and like, you know, parents who were like going through shit and like dealing with life and also pretty young parents. Like my parents were in their 20s when they had me, early 20s. They had so much growing to do. Their personalities were still shifting. But I think I realized a lot of my childhood was met with me needing to be very adaptable to their lives. You know, like I realized that kids unfortunately take are taken advantage of often during their childhood because they are so adaptable, which is a good thing for their learning. But when their learning is at the cost of their needs, I realized that that is fucked up, you know? And I realized that was a lot of what my childhood was. Like, it was a lot. For example, it was like, you know, where do you want to spend Christmas? And like, okay, I say where I want to spend Christmas. But that parent that I said it to doesn't really like that because they're going to be alone. So they're mad at me. So that they're so they're going to be, you know, shitty and like a bitch to me about it. Um, so I'm often like, you know, so I obviously was in, came up to the solution. Like, 
oh, let me tell this parent what they want to hear. You know, I remember vividly that happening to me multiple times. Um, there's no need for a story. <laughs> you know, I love a story time. But that that is a pretty much a pretty accurate story. Like any type of an event or like a birthday or like where do you want to spend this at? Oh, I want to spend it with these people or like with um, with dad. Mom would be mad. With mom, dad would be mad. And I, in a sense, like I give compassion because I recognize like, you know, you want to spend time with your kid. But again, often kids are like, made to be amicable and like you know they're forced to be nice so that they can like make the adults the big people happy you know like taught you're taught to not say your needs so that the people around you can feel happy you know um and also learning like that just is not true to my nature i've always really been like a very transparent person like obviously i will fuck podcast giving out all my business but yeah I've always been that kid to just say like you know how I feel like I remember my mom telling me as a kid I used to like put myself in a bathroom and like cry and I think that's so beautiful but she would say that I would just you know tell her that I needed to release my emotions oh my god like can I get back to him like can I get back to the guy to the little kid that just like would release my emotions when I needed to release my emotions because like I realized as an adult when you grow up you know also experiencing bullying as you're school there was a lot of me that like needed to be that had to conform so that other people around me did not hurt me other people around me did not treat me poorly you know like we all experienced the horribleness of middle school and like you know having to like wholly conform um I feel like in middle school I was like such a badass kid like I recognize I'm a very like energetic person so part of that was just me like I'm a very chatty Kathy I'm a chatty Kathy but a lot of my middle school years were like me trying to conform to people so that they did not like like turn against me if that makes sense like you rather be with them than against them like you know if I would have pursued my interests or just been maybe more aligned with who I am like I probably would have got you know ostracized more for being them for being gay you know I already got that in middle school but I did my best to like to just divert the attention from like who I really was by being more like others so you know I obviously did that through middle school some of it in high school obviously like I just morphed into this person that just became um I don't ever want to say fake because I'm not a fake bitch but more so just like nice like I'm just grown into this nice person because I do believe that I am naturally like I am empathetic and I am in tune to people and I like people I turned it into just like being a chameleon to meet their needs you know I recognize I do that with men often I'm often the, the partner um, in the situationships which are you know that are tending to their needs like I'm like making myself into the person that they want even if I'm comfortable or not you know and I think that's also a part of me being an anxious attachment style or having an anxious attach attachment style which is basically a fear that like you know unless I grasp onto the love unless I grasp onto the relationship really hard and like and basically obsessed with it it's just gonna run away from me you know and I think that is also a part of my childhood and like development is that like if I was in a certain way things like things were very conditional if that makes sense you know look into attachment styles it'll like really tell you um a lot about your life but basically knowing that like that's who I was in a relationship always a partner like giving 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 and like 
you know, feeling very fearful that if I didn't didn't give and conform to like what he wanted, like I was basically going to be alone and like fearful. Um, also, like talks to like also made me feel like I need to be so available to him. You know, like I remember in London, like when I was dating this guy. This has nothing to do with like how he acted, but more so just like how I was. Like I. When I started dating him, I liked him a lot, which was like, I feel like natural, but I didn't really know how to like create boundaries, which is like the key lesson in this fucking episode. To be, even for myself to be like, okay, Elvis, you like this person, which, you know, you're experiencing all the feels, which is totally natural or whatever. But at the same time, are, is it healthy? You know, like, is this healthy how much time you're giving to this person? Are you focusing on yourself? You know, are you exploring London, which is one of my biggest, like, regrets. You know, I explore London so much, but, like, did I explore it to the fullest of my ability? Did I, you know, there was a, I remember this one Friday in particular, there were probably more days, where, like, where he wasn't, you know, being a good communicator. And I was just like, what do I do in my life? And, like, looking back at my, you know, I, I think then I was like, I think it was like 20. I was like 2019. And looking, I can look back then and be like, bitch, go explore. Like, get into some fun shit. Like, you, no one in this city knows you. Um, and that's neither here nor there. The past is the past. But I see that that was just more so a, a factor into my, my affliction of being like nice and being, um, and being anxiously attached to people and like overly attached to people. And I think also an affliction of me or like a result of me being too nice is not being able to also like call motherfuckers out on this shit to be like, hey guy, why are you not being a good communicator? Where are you? you know, like I thought we were gonna hang out. Why didn't that happen? Or like being just clear and concise about how I exactly feel, you know? And that's why I had to get on here and just say, stop being nice because like I think a lot of us are suffering because we just are so fearful of like what the other person will say you know we have fear that like they'll leave us or that they'll harm us or yell at us or all these things which like as a child i understand like is is valid like as a kid you're helpless to your parents you're helpless oftentimes to the adults and the big people in your lives but i think that as we grow into adults we need to learn to like one to get into that past like y'all already know i'm gonna say therapy Ellis is not a therapist soon to be though really want to be a therapist do y'all think i could be a therapist or a life coach like <laughs> let me know <laughs> i need some affirmation right now okay but a lot of us are suffering at the hands of other people and i don't like that get into your past like figure out where that came from why do you do that if you do it you know but then also like figure out what your needs are like get very clear on what your needs in any situation is you know as going back to that situation in london like what i needed from him that guy was open and honest communication being an anxious attachment style like having that i want to say to you you're not the problem that is a product of your parents unfortunately but you know it's also it's good to recognize that you're not the problem because then you stop shaming who you are like i know for myself like i want to be more secure and I think a part of being secure, especially coming from an anxious place, is that I need communication. Communication is key. If I am confused, the world is upside fucking down. So I need 
clear communications. That's what I need in this situation. And then find ways to empower yourself to do that. Like for me, one of the ways that I did that was by talking to my best friend, Gigi, talking to my little sister and being like, okay, bitch, this is the situation. This is how I feel. And they, especially as like people objective to it, you know, outside and also have a deep love for me, were able to say, okay, bitch, this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to say. Um, So yeah, it's like, where does it come from? What's your need? And then find ways to empower yourself to say that. You know, do what you do. And also stop running from the situation. There was this guy who, and this is, again, like, to be clear, this is not a a, a shit on the guy. It's no shade there. I've just been chilling here in my own world, figuring it out. A person came in, like, this person came into the city, New York, and they wanted to hang out. Um, And... I just being transparent, I know that they like me or that they like me. I don't fucking know. But also, I also knew that I personally did not want to hang out. <laughs> I feel bad saying this because I feel like, oh my God, am I being like too open and honest? I don't fucking know. But I talked about it in the blog. So I'm like, it is what it is. When he said like, do you want to like hang out or hey, I'm in your city? Um, I think a lot of people i'm not just the only person would just feel automatically what do you want to say and also i'll say like whether he likes me or not or whether it was romantic or platonic may has nothing to do with it it has more so to do with like people telling you things or people like kind of in a sense like not to say expecting things but asking things of you and you feeling obligated to do it you know and i recognize in that situation i felt some weird obligation um to do it simply because like we have a rapport like we're connected on instagram like you know he's in my city we've talked before or whatever yeah like i just felt this weird like need to be like yeah for sure just to be nice you know just to be nice also because i had no like really like clear like not to say excuse because i know in the past i think that's another thing of an anxious attachment style person like you'll think of excuses or like you know especially if you're unable to to fill the other person's need you'll like come up with like the most elaborate excuse i was just simply unable to be like no you know for whatever fucking reason i did not want to you know link up like be that as it fucking may um so i was like yeah for sure And I knew automatically, like, personally, physically, I did not like that decision for me. I felt really, like, and this is kind of sad is the one way to describe it. Because it was like, ugh, like, now, and, like, also, like, responsibility was on me. Like, now I need to, like, get out of, like, this state of, like, where I want to be. And then go do something that I don't want to do. But luckily, my girl, Ashley, shout out to Ashley, we both found each other and we both have anxious and anxious attachment style we're both in recovery of that and working to be really secure people and she told me like she really explained to me like ellis like this is a factor in your past and why you're unable to just simply say no you know you want like one you care about this other person's emotions which like i think is a factor um fortunately of being like a very empathetic person like you know you're you don't want to hurt other people you know you don't want to disappoint them even if that's just simply by saying no but also that's a little it's illogical that is the word it's illogical for some for you to simply say no and for that to hurt somebody if that hurts somebody that is on them but you have to learn to honor yourself and like your needs by saying no 
So I was like, girl, you're so right. But when I tell you, say she told me that at 6 p.m., when I tell you it took me and her on the phone with me like an hour to form like a little message simply just like, you know, to say no, you know, and like to also not put myself in wiggle room I think that's another place that like a lot of us do in the sense of being nice is like we'll be like no but let hit me up when we don't want to be hit up or like no but let's reschedule when you don't want to really reschedule um it's just like no (laughs) I'm really fucking happy that I did that like I promise you and this is like probably the last step of what I a little last lesson of what I want to say to you today once you get to the point where you are comfortable saying what you need and you say it, you hit that send button. This is what I did. And I'm happy also Ashley was on the phone and telling me not to do it. I closed my fucking laptop and ran, girl. Like when I tell you I ran out, I was like, nope, I'm going to avoid this. No, own it. Own what the fuck you just said. Own it and know that whatever fucking happens, you're going to be okay. That's another part of, like, growing up with, like, parents or guardians or whoever who made you feel anxious. And, you know, your safety is that you felt that if you did not go with what they wanted to say, they were going to hurt you. So you're, you know, you either fight or fly. And you can't really often fight your fucking guardian. So you run, you avoid, you hide, you do whatever. No, stop hiding own that shit own and say no and that person he said okay you know like the rest of the conversation was very short and sweet and done and i you know i i'm so in that shows more so like his maturity and also you know my wanting to be that mature and secure in the situation um and not assuming that everyone is like out to hurt me and also knowing that like whatever happens be that as it may I'm okay. Like, my girl Ashley's here. My best friend Gigi is still a phone call away. My sister is still... Like, you have support. Like, if you're in a situation that you feel very anxious about, like, a tactic that you can do to feel more secure is to think about the people who are there for you and who are going to be able to be there for you. Like, when this situation... If this situation goes alright, which I promise you, nine times out of ten, it's not... So feel strong in your community. Feel strong and very honored in your need for what you need. And sometimes your need is simply to not do what this other person wants you to do, you know? Like, with guys, and I think it's like a greater issue that I'm realizing to get over. I've often just like felt that I needed to just like, again, do what they need, what they wanted me to do. Or like, if they wanted my time, give it to them. And it's like, no. If I don't want to, you know, stop being nice. Stop being fucking nice, you know? Or even, like, you know, also in this new era of, like, laissez-faire dating. Like, realizing, no. Like, yes, I I am totally for dating. Like, I think to be able to date freely is fine. Perfect. But I know personally for Ellis, like, it comes to a point in the relationship that, bitch, I need some... I need a title. I'm not a person that's going to do multiples. Like, if you and me are exclusive, bitch, there ain't no... Like, you know, there's just boundaries that I have and realizing that I need to just like say that up front be again clear and communicative because I'm realizing that like in order for like that guy to be clear and communicative like I need to like bring those qualities within myself but that's a whole nother podcast episode honor your fucking feelings honor what you need 
know that you're safe think of those people who are going to be there for you in this situation to back you up to be like yeah this bitch needs good communication this bitch deserves you know a boyfriend a friend uh whatever that's going to do x y and z and they better do it like imagine your best friend and be like hell yeah bitch you deserve that shit go get it period imagine me saying that i'm saying that to you you deserve to have your needs met so create boundaries with these people and then like say it do it be honest because i promise you you're gonna feel so good like it personally felt good to be able to be like in that situation but then a, a lot of other situations in my life recently where i'm like no oh do you want to go here no no that was another thing like friends inviting me places and like i don't want to go no you know part of like the past me will feel so like oh okay but like they're gonna think that i'm this and they're gonna you know i don't want to seem like this i don't want to see what if they stop inviting me out girl if someone does some shitty shit to you because you simply just say no it's time to get some new friends okay <laughs> yes period honor yourself and that is honestly really all i have to say um i'm going to sit here and honestly enjoy this really fucking gloomy day um put on some really <laughs> shitty tv to be honest with you and just vibe out you know honor myself remain in the now stop being so anxious and i know that's easier said than done but like one of the ways that i've really been practicing that and i you know i could do another whole fucking podcast episode about is just like again it is um it sounds so simple but it's really it is simple focusing on the now like realizing that that shit doesn't exist like the weird and scary i like thing that you're thinking about will happen it won't happen um or you know like it's not happening it's not reality to be honest like we don't know what's gonna happen so why put your energy in the future or put your energy in the past and just stay in the now and accept what it is accept your boundaries accept what you need as a person you know like i so yeah, that's all I have to say. Again, please be subscribed to the motherfucking podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at Confessions of a Queer Ass Black Boy, and Black is spelled B L K. And yeah, please feel free to reach out also to the podcast and like let me know some 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 topics that you have. If you have any questions or like some situations that you want us to talk about on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I am always openly here for you okay i'm here for you i am your best friend let me know bitch you deserve goodness you deserve greatness you deserve boundaries healthy boundaries okay healthy boundaries will make your life so fucking good like so happy like you feel like a load load off of you okay so yeah okay over and out bad bitches i will see you in the next episode okay